Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Vern Glenn of CBS affiliate KPIX-TV in San Francisco, and Russell Jackman. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. Uh, today's uh, trivia theme is uh, general sports trivia. I've got one, two, narrows it down. two hard ones and one easy one. Okay, and I'm going to save the easy one till the end because you guys will be just drenching with sweat. Not knowing the answer. You already asked this really? last week. So, I mean, my gosh. Eh, well, the knowledge gauntlet has been thrown down. Okay, fine. The gauntlet has been thrown down, yes. So, uh, in this show, uh, even though sports has been kind of uh, yeah, put on hiatus, so to speak, with the. Well, I don't uh, know about that. I mean, you must not have paid attention to the NFL draft. Yeah. Yeah, yeah draft. but I mean, uh, you know, like th- there's no baseball games and no uh, basketball games, but we do have a lot to talk about. Uh, sure. We'll talk about contingency plan for the NFL. Uh, Last Dance, by the way, I finally have seen all four episodes. As great, great. So I got uh, got some comments, and I know uh, Russell has some on that too. I finally joined America and finally got to see the uh, the the show. You know what though? Last night was driving me crazy. As every five minutes, the streaming it must have been like everybody watching it or something because it kept going out. My friend was having trouble with that too. And yeah. then start me at the very beginning. Uh, I'd, have to, I'd have to fast forward through like, you know, 10 minutes and the next time 30 minutes and then 40. I mean, it was just. Really? I, yeah. I, I, I let the expletives fly at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also want to talk a, a little bit about uh, uh, the Lakers and the uh, taking money from the government. We'll talk yeah, about Yeah, but did that. they give it back though? They did, but still, we'll, we'll talk about that. All right, okay. so uh, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money. Uh, they are still in business um, because they're an essential business. They're still providing mortgage investments that are yielding 7.5% or more. And get this, because the banks are pulling back, they're actually thriving right now. It's yeah. a good time to be in this business. Uh, check them out at uh, PacificPrivateMoney.com. Stay tuned. You are listening to Sports Econ 101. We are going to be right back. Attention Bay Area homeowners. 
Pacific Private Money has a loan program that can help you buy your next home right now. No need to wait to sell your existing home first. Our unique bridge loan lets you tap the equity in your current home to provide up to 100% financing on the home you wish to buy. We're friendly, fast, and ready to help you right now. Call us today for more information, 415-883-2150, or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Equal housing lender, licensed Cal DRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk, and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. With the weather changing and plenty of sunshine heading our way, water sports seem to be on everyone's mind. For fun in the sun and water, 101 Surf Sports, located in San Rafael, is your destination. Honored as being the nation's number one stand-up paddleboard shop by the Action Water Sports industry 101 teaches stand-up paddle paddling kayaking windsurfing kiteboarding and surfing plus you can rent or buy any equipment you need for your favorite water sport activity google 101 surfsports.com or call 415-524-8492 tahoe lakeshore lodge and spa provides guests with an all lakefront hotel in south lake tahoe where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all of South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeshoreLodge.com. Nestled off the coast of Northern California and deep in the Redwood Forest is a high adventure, completely unlike anything you've ever experienced. Sonoma Canopy Tours invites you to experience new heights with two unique courses, each a two and a half hour guided eco tour that includes multiple zip lines, sky bridges, a majestic spiral staircase, and a rappel to the forest floor, where you'll be immersed in the unparalleled beauty of the world famous California coastal redwoods. It's an adventure you'll never forget. Whether you're a first-timer or a veteran zipliner, Sonoma Canopy Tours has an exciting experience tailored just for you. An unforgettable adventure soaring from tree to tree, enjoying nature in a spectacular way. From panoramic forest views to thrillingly deep ravines, it's an adrenaline rush like no other, right in the heart of Sonoma County and just 30 minutes west of Santa Rosa. Plan your zipline adventure today. Contact Sonoma Canopy Tours at 888-494-7868 or go to SonomaCanopyTours.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Vern Glenn and Russell Jackman. Uh, okay, guys, where do you want to start? Uh, how about the NFL? What? Sure, let's do it. Okay, so um, they're talking about a contingency plan to start the season later in 2020. Mm-hmm. assuming that we will have a season. Uh, and then I guess they could, if they get rid of uh, preseason games, they get rid of bye weeks, they get rid of the Pro Bowl, everything will end by uh, the end of February 2021. Does that sound about right? Well, I don't see the owners getting rid of anything. I mean, I don't see the owners putting themselves in a position that's going to cost me kind of money. Now, I can see a start date of October 10th, I believe. I think that's the that's Good. the date that's been thrown around to kind of open everything up. So that would give you September to play your preseason games and then and then get it going for real for October and then just play through the month of February. Might as well. I mean, the Super Bowl is already the first Sunday in February. So yeah. in these 
crazy unstable time. Why not just go ahead and just extend it? Everybody gets what they wanted. Everybody gets to see all the football they wanted. And um, everybody wins. Yeah. yeah. Despite everyone saying how much they hate preseason, um, you know, there's a, a, there's a certain value to some preseason games because absolutely how bad some of those guys are when they first get right on, on the field. I don't think people want to pay to watch players like figure it out in the first, yeah. you know, two, three well, weeks. And what about Vegas with the odds and everything? I wonder how much they watch preseason and, and change their odds based on that. What do you think? Well, I mean, those, those odds are based on the starters, not, not, not the threes and the fours that get into the game. It's, uh, it's, it's, on, it's, on, the, uh, it's, it's on the strength and the, uh, and, the, and the value of the starters for each team. And so uh, that, that's, that's kind of pretty much how you set it as these matchups come up. So I, 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 don't really, I don't really see a problem. I don't really see any kind of monkey wrench thrown in if they just simply delay the season by – the regular season by roughly a month. Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, uh, they had 14-game seasons. And so they used to – and they didn't have any bye weeks. They, they used to end it uh, middle of January. That, that's when the Super Bowl was. Yeah, but now, starting with – Starting with next year, there's going to be a 17. Uh, a uh, there's going to be an extra. It's going to be an extra regular season game, and there's only going to be two preseason games. I don't know if they're so, going to be able to go through with all that. You know, I mean, you see all the different chemistry changes that these teams have gone through, and that they're not going to have time for the training camps. So I don't know if you can cut down the preseason. I don't know if they're going to go. The 17 games. No, that's already been approved by the Players Association. Preseason is going to be cut by two games starting next season. Not this season, next season. Yeah, well, I, I don't see a big deal. What do they usually play? Was it four preseason games? Usually, usually? four preseason yeah. games. Yeah. I mean, okay, so if they play two, you know, yeah. and then if they add an extra game. And, and, and the last preseason game is an audition for the threes and the fours that aren't going to make the team. Gotcha, gotcha. And then, um, you know, and ex by extending the season an extra game, it's almost like, okay, well, we had a preseason that didn't count, you know, and so and that you let them figure it out. I think that's fine. There's not a problem with that. And, you know, as long as they're not going to go into March and get into too much interference with baseball. Um, but who knows when baseball's going to have this? Yeah. Season. I mean, talking yeah. about yeah. next year, though, you know, 2020. Everything could be, I mean, the whole concept of when starting day is for every team, for every uh, sport, could be shifted. You know, basketball is going to probably shift. Um, football could shift, and baseball could all shift. See, basketball, because it's an indoor sport, you can play at any time. Uh, football, you know, you, you can't really start – you can't play in June. I mean, that's can. Well, but, I mean, it's going to be – it'd be kind of really – Well, they, 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 already, they already have mini camps in June, Edward. And they play sure, – the, 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 only, the, only, the only difference is you're dealing with helmet-to-helmet -helmet collisions 70 times a game. That's why you need a week off in between games uh, be, be, because those collisions are so violent. I, I, I mean, guess what I'm getting at is, you know, generally speaking, football is a, a fall to winter sport. Yeah, but, 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 but it's not but, – but just, just, take, just, just take that kind of thinking and just shut it off. Okay. At least, at least for this upcoming season. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely for this season. The, the, yeah. But all, it may it may reverberate that. into future seasons because once you change that schedule, you do have to have built-in time off and everything. And then trying to start it again next season early may have some very big repercussions on players and teams. You know that are just not ready, not just fully recovered. I mean, it's 
it's become something that people really count on to have that time off. And if you don't give them that same amount of time off, you're not going to have the same product when we get back on the field in 2021. Yeah, I remember, wasn't it the, was it the World Football League or was it the uh, the um, USFL that was first starting to, to compete against the NFL but and extend the time, but basically, to, you know, start playing in the later months where, you know, when it gets really hot, I mean, I don't know how these players can do it. Well, well, they started in August. Donald, Donald Trump's USFL franchise, led by Donald Trump, he was the one that wanted to push the season from the spring to the fall to compete directly with the NFL. Yeah. His hope was that the NFL would absorb some of these teams, namely his. But that didn't happen. And, 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 and when they saw they could not peak, compete with the NFL, that was the end of the USFL. Okay. Uh, before that, though, there was the – wasn't it the, called the World Football League? No, oh, that's yeah, a the, different the, the story. That was in the 70s. 70s, yeah. That was yeah. a different league. And then they had the World League of Football in the early – in the mid-90s, you know, and that was also a, a big disaster. Yeah. And, and then – Yeah, remember the World Football League, Edward, in the, in, in the 70s yeah. where they – Barcelona Dragon. Like Larry Zonka. I mean, they were signed yeah, that's right. by like some big-time guys, but it, but it didn't last for long. No. And then uh, is arena football still around? Nowadays, I don't think so. It, 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 it is, but not now. The, the, the operations have been suspended. I mean, forget, forget about the virus situation. I was just kind of wondering if, if it, uh, you know – last it because it was definitely fun to watch oh sure yeah i mean i like the different changes you know with a smaller uh field and and guys get to run ahead of time rather than uh, only having to be lateral you know for illegal motion type of thing i mean it's just it was very uh very very interesting let's put it that way uh let's see here um you know i thought it's kind of interesting I, I read a little thing this morning about uh chris paul had uh he didn't want to play for the warriors and at the time, there was going to be a potential trade, the Warriors for, uh, I'm sorry, Chris Paul for Clay Thompson and Steph Curry for in New Orleans, you know, back in 2011, I think it was. Um, but uh, the funny thing is, is, it's not like he would have gotten to play with those guys because it was going to be a trade. It was going to be him instead of. But potentially, he could have derailed, you know, the uh, potential uh, uh, Warriors franchise of the Splash Brothers and all that if, if he would have accepted that trade. There are so many trade proposals. There's so many conversations. There's so many, so many deals like that that, 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 that that we'll never really know the true story behind those deals because they didn't get done. Yeah. I'll be curious as to what led to the, the, the nixing of that deal if, in fact, that, uh, that did come to fruition as a possible thing. Well, I just felt that Chris Paul at one point, especially when he was playing for New Orleans, was a uh, – I mean, he was in the discussion of, of the, 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 I don't say the best player in the league, but at least he was invited to yeah. that cookout for that discussion. Yeah. Uh, in subsequent years, now Chris Paul has looked as kind of a, kind of a whiner. He, yeah. he gets upset when he does, when, when, when he thinks a foul has been called, he just, just does, he's got that Rodney Dangerfield, I'm going to get any respect kind yeah. of thing. That, that's that's kind of how he's been lately. But, uh, but, but, but considering what happened to the Warriors with Clay and yeah. Stephen Curry, the, 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 the best, the best backcourt possibly in the history of the league. Uh, I, I'm glad that didn't happen. I know. Yeah, me too. And just remember, don't come in the game with an untucked shirt. All right. Uh, we're going to cut to our first commercial break here. Okay. This, uh, this question I, th I think is kind of hard. 
Uh, we're talking baseball for a minute here on trivia. Uh, which major league hitter drove in the most runs in a single season between 1980 and 1989? You'll definitely know the player, okay? Uh, email edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to this question, which major league hitter drove in the most runs in a single season between 1980 and 1989? And, uh, wait, let's, 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 that's nine seasons, but you're saying one of those nine seasons he drove in more runs than anybody? Yeah, I think that's what the uh, – I, th I think it's basically, you know, w pick one of the years that's the highest one and who was who, who drove in the most in a, sing in a single single season. Who led, who led the league in RBI? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, that's in what uh, that, that's, that's what I think I'm asking. All right. <laughs> I told you yeah. it's hard. It's hard if you don't understand the question either. All right, stay with us. 14 couple one will be right back. At Sprint, our priority is keeping our customers, employees, and communities safe. During these uncertain times, we want you to get the great service you expect without leaving the safety of your home. Sprint.com makes shopping easier by offering free next-day shipping and no activation fees on our best new phone deals, like the amazing iPhone 11. Lease it for just $15 a month when you switch to Sprint. For now, shopping online at Sprint.com is the best way to learn about our plans, buy new phones, and get the services you need. Stay healthy and go to Sprint.com today. iPhone 11, 64 gigabyte, $15 per month after 14, 17 monthly credit applied within two bills. Requires new line of service, 18 month lease, and approved credit. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. Offer and coverage not available everywhere. $30 activation fee, taxes, and restrictions apply. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 800-485-6003 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. This is Mark Honf, co-host of The Best of Investing. Can you believe how long we've been living in this era of low interest rates? It's been for most of this decade. And when we were all expecting rates to go up this year, now we're finding out that low rates will likely continue through 2020. If you're among the rapidly growing segment of people entering retirement age, I'm sure you're concerned over the challenge of growing your retirement savings, and you're not alone. Pacific Private Money has a solution for those seeking ways to significantly boost yields you earn on your retirement savings, and we do it with safety and security features not found in traditional investments like stocks and mutual funds. For more information on how you can supercharge your retirement savings with annual yields of 7% or more, that's right, 7% or more. 
Contact us at 415-883-2150 or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Equal housing lender. Licensed CalDRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here. Vern Glenn over there. Russell Jackman over here, too. Um, Okay, uh, this was kind of hard, especially because of the way it was written. Uh, Which Major League Baseball uh, hitter drove in the most runs in a single season between 1980 and 1989? Uh, I don't know if this will give you a hint, but supposedly he had the fewest pop fly outs. This guy was so accurate in hitting the ball. His eye was so good that he rarely hit a pop-up. Mm. Uh, uh, you want me to get ready for my guess? Sure. Tony Gwynn. Uh, that was that, that, would, that would have been an excellent guess. Uh, what about but, Mo Vaughn? No, no, no. Uh, he's, he was in the American League. It was uh, American the, League. Okay, well, that was, if I remember correctly, he also had the most home runs per like, like uh, consecutive games with a home run during this time. Jeez. Like, yeah, I think he had like eight games in a row where he had at least one home run. Okay, now I'm going to give you another hint, Then hopefully this will give it away. He played for the Yankees. Derek Jeter. First, no, that was... first baseman. Oh. Come uh... on. Come on. And you asked me if he was a Hall of Famer, and I couldn't remember off the top of my head if he was. Come on. You got three seconds. Two, one. Don Mattingly. Oh, Don I would Don Mattingly. Okay, yeah. all he right. He did make it to the Hall of Fame, didn't he? Yes. I, th- I think he did. I, th- I thought so, too. Okay, that was that was the first hard question. Um, the next one is uh, kind of hard because it's a little odd. And then the uh, the next one is a, uh, is, is a softball question for you. I, I wanted I, to get back to where we were just at. Yeah, we go ahead. Did, uh, we were talking about the potential trade of, of uh, uh, Curry and, and Clay. Um, yeah. It brings me back to uh, when I I was watching Last Dance, um, and and the whole, everything that went on with Scottie Pippen. I didn't know about every little bit of drama that was going on with yeah. Pippen wanting. First of all, that he was you know was traded to Seattle for the seventh pick. I don't know who Seattle got for the seventh pick, but that's one of the great what ifs yeah. of history. Right. If, he had, if yeah. Pippen had stayed in Seattle, you know, interesting. Let's talk about his his contract for a minute, because if I remember correctly, he he asked for or he got eighteen million over like seven years or something, which is is a lot of money. Uh, even back then, it was not the superstar money, but it seemed like what he was doing is basically going. Listen, I want to play the conservative route. You know, maybe because of his upbringing. You know, of being not in a wealthy family, lots of fa- lots of brothers and sisters and stuff, and. And, uh, you know, he, he decided, listen, I could get hurt, and this way I can get guaranteed $18 million. And then, you know, I mean, we all kind of feel sorry for him in a way when you start seeing how well he played and, and how he, you know, deserved more money. But, you know, Ringstorf apparently, you know, in, in the, the show, uh, Last Dance, you know, said, hey, listen, I'm going to give you this contract if you really want it. I don't think you should sign it, but I don't want to hear any whining afterward about it. Yeah, he was very old school in that, but it was yeah. it was it was in it was it was it was almost just just grossly embarrassing about how he was one of the maybe top three players in the league, but was the 
122nd. 122nd yeah. highest paid player in the league? That, sure. I'm sorry. That, that, that's embarrassing. You got to do something. Th throw some incentives. Throw some bonuses. That, see, that, that, I, now, I, there I, I agree, I I agree with that. It was at the time, but, man, that, yeah. uh, well, that, and the other that, thing that was, was awful. Now, yeah. The other thing that was tough for Pippen was that he himself wasn't that marketable a player. Um, so, like, Jordan was earning, you know, something like $3 million a season for a number of seasons. But it didn't matter to him because with his uh, ballpark Nike. Franks contract and his Nike Nike shoe yeah. contract, he was earning about ninety million dollars outside of the NBA. You know, uh, with his commercial endorsements, and Pippen never got around to really endorsing anything. He wasn't a very yeah, wait, 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 was was hold on was was Jordan only making three million dollars a season? Because that's when he started, not, yeah. Okay, because that's not much different than um, Pippen. No, but Jordan was earning so much money outside, it didn't really even matter. But that's, I know, but that, okay, so if you can't blame management for that, that has not, you know, I don't know how much that has to do with management, right? Well, I mean, back not, then, too, there wasn't a salary cap in the same way that we have it now. So, so there wasn't anything other than just the, uh, the pocketbook of uh, uh, Reinsdorf and Krauss that was dictating this. It wasn't like they had to have a lower salary cap so that they could fit other players. No, I understand. I understand. But basically it's like, you know, we all kind of watch the show and we go, Oh, you know, poor Scotty Pippen. He only made this much money, but Jordan was basically making the same money in playing basketball just because you have a, uh, a, a more, uh, you know, a better personality. And, uh, you know, it's like, I look at, I look at some uh, baseball players like, you know, Paul Molitor, who was a great ball player, but very, very low key. Right. You know, Dale Murphy, great ball player, but very low key. Even Tony Gwynn, very low key, great ball player. You know, how, how much do they make outside of uh, playing their sport? All has to do with their personality and their, their marketing agent and all that. So if that's the case, I can't really blame Brinkstorff that much for only paying him, you know, three million bucks a year, basically close to what Jordan was making. Now, as Fern says, you know, as the guy's really proving himself more, yeah, sure. Throw him some extra money. You know, well, I I don't want to talk out of school, Edward, and I, and I had to look it up. In 1996, Michael Jordan's contract paid him 20 million dollars a year. Yeah, I had a family of three million dollars. Well, that was when. Now we're talking 85 when he started. Was, was oh, oh sure. yeah. And when did Pippen join? 87. Um, because he, I'm trying to remember when they said he started with him. It was like 86, 87. So I guess but, but, but the but the but the the height of Pippen's contract dispute with the Bulls was in the mid 1990s. Yeah. It wasn't when he joined the league. Gotcha, gotcha. And yeah, no, you're right. And he signed Michael a long-term contract. Twenty million dollars a year. Yeah, I mean, what do you? What was it? Uh, Bobby Bonilla. Remember, he was he he got some kind of really he just weird. stopped getting paid. Just stopped by getting the way. paid. Yeah, maybe Did, about two years ago. Yeah, that 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 was smart. All that deferred payment. Yeah. Yeah, as long as he could live off the uh, millions he made before, absolutely. Um, you know, with uh, it's really interesting how popular this Last Dance uh, uh, series is. I mean, you look on you know sports, uh, you know ESPN, and you look at uh, uh, Yahoo Sports and all that stuff, and and they keep talking about all the various aspects of mm -hmm. this series. I mean, that's how popular it is. It's really well made. It is, and you got to think that. Uh, uh, they got to do one on Kobe. That's got to be coming, right? Wouldn't you think? 
Of course, they have to have all that footage. I mean, they can have, definitely have the footage of all the games he played. In this time, they just happen to have, they just decided to let the camera roll all during the last year. But obviously, you can see a lot of stuff that they did in Last Dance from the, you know, the 80s. Yeah, and, but if you look at it, they do a pretty good job of going back and forth. Yes, they do. What it was like in, you know, 85, and then, then, the, then the, the clash with the Detroit Pistons. Yeah. Uh, 88, 89, 90, and then... Yeah the passing of the torch in the early 90s, and then, and then the first NBA championship. They do a pretty good job of Very going good. back and forth with that, and I, and I, and I credit them for that, just, just dynamic stuff. And I think the, the lore of, of, of this whole thing was the 1998 season because no team had won six NBA well, outside of the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Nobody had won you know, that many championships as, in, in, in a short amount of time. Yeah, and, uh, and, and that, I mean, these guys were – these guys were just bona fide rock stars wherever yeah. they went. I mean, they just I mean, yeah. They, I don't think they, they were like the Beatles. Yeah, I don't, basketball. Think, I don't think Kobe got the universal acclaim that Jordan did. I just don't think that because of the way that the NBA transformed under Jordan and changed from where it was, you know, it, it was hinted off from the way that Bird and Magic had brought it back from yeah. the dead. But Jordan brought it to an entirely different level. True. Heights that, that the NBA had never seen before. Yeah, the, yeah. That. Russ has a pretty good point. It, yeah, he, he, was, he was making clutch shots. He was making moves on the baseline, low block, outside. He was, he was doing stuff that few had ever really had seen before. And, and he got beaten uh, up by the Pistons, and he still came back. And then Magic. And then Michael Jordan kind of takes the, takes the orb from there. Yeah. Kobe Bryant, Remember? similar kind of player. But we had we had seen those things before. Sure, so that's I, a very good point. But also, I mean, think of the whole marketing of, of Michael Jordan with Gatorade. Be like Mike. Yeah. I want to be like Mike. Nobody wanted to be like Kobe. They 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 <laughs> Kobe. Yeah. But nobody really. There was a certain level of of unease to Kobe's fame that I don't think that Jordan ever had. I think Jordan embraced the fame that came his way because it was who he really was. What Kobe was, was an amazing basketball player, but he wasn't a star in that same level of just, that's who he really was. We're seeing now with the last dance, Jordan was meant to be a star. And that's what, what I'm getting from it. Well, it's one thing I appreciate and about- plus, And plus Russ, outside of the fact that, you know, Jordan was a uh, he, he was he was he was a stronger, more physical player. He was all defense. Nobody wants to talk about that. Yeah. And, and and Jordan came at a time where basketball in the city of Chicago was an afterthought with the Bulls. Yes. Nobody was going to these games. Yeah. I mean, but behind the White Sox and the Cubs and the Blackhawks, they were they were fourth in a four horse race. Yeah. And then he was all a part of the, you know, what time is it? Game time, you know, the whole, and, and, and they just brought it back. Yeah. And so, but, but Kobe with the Lakers, Lakers had already been established. The, 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 the Lakers are, are, are an elite team by, by name value alone. Yeah, good point. And uh, also, you know, I appreciate what they, what they did in the last dance was um, they, they didn't just make it all about Michael Jordan. They did a whole thing on Pippen, a whole thing on yep. Rodman. <clears throat> we'll see where it goes. Okay. Uh, next trivia question, which team won the original XFL championship game in 2001? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I told you. I've got, I've got, I've got a guess. Okay. Uh, I've, got a, I, I've got a guess. And I think, 
Oh gosh. Okay. Well, kind of, I, no, I it's think, okay. I think, I think maybe old Steve Austin might have been on that team. Well, we'll okay. We'll come back. With the weather changing and plenty of sunshine heading our way, water sports seem to be on everyone's mind. For fun in the sun and water, 101 Surf Sports, located in San Rafael, is your destination. Honored as being the nation's number one stand-up paddleboard shop by the action water sports industry, 101 teaches stand-up paddle paddling, kayaking, windsurfing, kiteboarding, and surfing. Plus, you can rent or buy any equipment you need for your favorite water sport activity. Google 101surfsports.com or call 415-524-8492. Alcatraz Cruises is launching its third annual Buy One, Get One Free, or BOGO, ticket promotion. Although Alcatraz Cruises tours often sell out during the year, it's a priority to educate the community about the robust history of the island. As a result, Alcatraz Cruises wants to encourage local residents to experience the assets that make Alcatraz Island one of the country's most visited national parks. Offered only to Bay Area residents, this special buy one, get one free ticket promotion is available only on select dates in January and February. For more information, visit AlcatrazCruises.com slash BOGO. That's AlcatrazCruises.com slash B-O-G-O. To book this special offer, Bay Area residents can call 415-981-7625. That's 415-981-7625. Or purchase tickets at the ticket booth located at Pier 33, Alcatraz Landing. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeshoreLodge.com. You probably heard about earning high returns investing in real estate through crowdfunding and other online platforms. But do you know where that real estate is located? At Pacific Private Money, we invest primarily in local Northern California real estate, and our clients earn yields of 7.5% secured by deeds of trust at conservative values. To find out more about one of the best-kept secrets in secured high-yield investing, go to PacificPrivateMoney.com or call 415-883-2150. Equal housing lender. License Cal DRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Vern Glenn, Russell Jackman. Second trivia question, which team won the original XFL championship game in 2001? I'm going to say gonna the side Russell on this one. I have no idea. This is, this is sad. See, if I told you, you know, uh, who won the first Super Bowl, you guys would know of it right off the top of your head. Well, now they've gone I through two part. leagues. Failures in two leagues, so it's kind of hard to. I'm just teasing you guys. Uh, the uh, the Los Angeles Extreme. 
They won the original okay, thank you. Uh, XFL championship. Okay, that, that was only 21. That was uh, 19 years ago. Okay, uh, let's see here. 19 years in two leagues. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what makes it hard. I mean, yeah, you know, and let me let me just bring up very very quickly that there's a lot of folks in the wrestling community who are pretty disgusted with Vince McMahon. I mean, the way that he ran the XFL and and spent 30 million dollars wasted on that. And yet, right after he closed the XFL, then he fired a whole bunch of wrestlers and, and saying that he didn't have the money for it. And, and then the wrestlers were all considered essential employees in Florida. So they still have to work for Vince McMahon and put their lives in danger with the capitalism corona. at its finest. Yeah, it was <laughs> really. Hey, on the show, Edward, we should have like a little sound effect of a ding. Yeah. <laughs> Has 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 not Vince McMahon. I believe yeah. I, I, every single show. Yeah, there's something about Vince. Had a ziggy for Vince because McMahon. he he embodies what I think is wrong with professional sports. I think if if, if everybody ran their sports organizations like Vince McMahon, we wouldn't have any because people would just refuse to do it. I don't think the NFL. I mean, there wouldn't be a players union. There wouldn't be um, uh, uh, athletes would not have any sort of pension or any way of recovering once they got hurt. And as soon as somebody got hurt, they would just be treated like garbage and cast off. Like and, the old days. Yeah, like yeah. the old days, which, which the NFL realized was really a problem and changed all that. Vince McMahon is not changing all that. And I think that's having some repercussions because people are getting tired of being treated like absolute disposable garbage, like the way that Vince has been treating uh, that's a That's a good point. And still, yeah. making, and still keeping raises for himself and for his own family while cutting people that have done a lot to make the business. Hey, he's just like Latrell Spiral. I, I, you know, a hundred million dollars, that ain't enough. I got to feed my family. <laughs> Families. Okay. Yes. Uh, so I want to bring this up too. So the Lakers apparently repaid $4.6 million of the coronavirus loan, the PPP program, uh, after learning uh, that the program had been depleted. And my question, and I've read some comments on this too, why did they even apply for it in the first place? Because most small businesses- You're the Republican out of us. You're the one who's Republican. I'm not a Republican, I'm an independent, but I am a conservative. Uh, yeah. yeah. You've got to tell us why, why these big businesses think they're able to eat at everybody's trough. That everybody's, everybody's um, ice cream cone is up for their milkshake. It, everybody's it's, milkshake. The, <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the C-U-Z rule, the cuz rule. It's cuz I can. You know, no, because really, if you think about it, um, you know, most most small businesses were turned down to begin with, and Mine. some of them are, yeah, are, are it, it may be too late for some, like you know, it's maybe certain restaurants and all that. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, well, apparently, Mnuchin is going to uh, investigate every uh, company that asked for over two million dollars. You know, but the thing is, it is a loan. It's not a grant. So they do have to pay it back, but it's forgivable. Uh, it's, but it can be forgiven. And so they can slide through on that and not pay it back and not be uh, uh, hunted down by the federal yeah. government. Well, it's like Shake Shack, uh, uh, guys for 10 million, but then they, they uh, paid it back. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, just because it, like here, uh, I have not asked my bank to defer my mortgage payments you know maybe i could maybe i should but you know well you have to pay them back that's the other <laughs> that's the other side of it is if you don't pay your mortgage for three months three months later you owe three times what your mortgage is 
true right. but time value of money and all that other kind of stuff and who knows what the future you know it's like like with uh income taxes I, i've always said any time that you can delay your income taxes i think is a smart move because once you pay those income taxes it's a hundred percent gone versus next year you never know what's going to happen and there are a lot of uh, advisors out there who say well you, you know you, you think you're going to be in a lower tax bracket but uh, you won't be uh, yeah. Edward Brown is not a tax attorney. Yeah, I'm not a tax attorney, but I do have a master's in tax. Hmm. Okay, not a CPA, but uh, you know, so I've I've been doing this for thirty some years, uh, and yeah, I, I necessarily don't think that we're going to be in a lower tax bracket. But uh, hey, I pay you know a hundred thousand dollars in tax today versus a hundred thousand thirty years from now. I don't care if I'm on a higher tax bracket. But the optics, I agree with you. The optics are terrible that these that these big businesses have applied for loans that were meant for small businesses. They obviously don't have a line in their head that says to themselves, gee, we really are a big business. We should let the smaller businesses have these loans to themselves. Yep. We don't want to hog them. Instead, it is more of this, you know, they're the giant shark and they just got to, they want to feed on everything that's in the ocean. Well, and, and then the, play, the thing is, you know, my question is for the banks that gave it out, very similar to when you go to Morgan Stanley uh, or one of those big companies that do the IPOs and you're one of their favorite clients, you know, you, you're on the, you're on the end. So you get the, that benefit. Uh, I've sure never gone through the banks. There's no, there, uh, uh, I was in a, uh, a town meeting with Jared Huffman, who's our Senator yeah. here in Marin. And he agreed that there was no point in making the banks, responsible for distributing the, these loans. If they originated from the federal government, they're between the federal government and the individual businesses. So there was no reason for the banks to be a go-between, except that the banks had the influence over the senators and said, we want our cut. We want to be involved in all of this stuff. Okay, so that was the reason rather than just uh, economies of scale, it's a little easier for the banks to, to handle. I, I don't know enough about that part of it. Yeah, no, sure it's, it's, a part of it. It. it's just a con job, and we all fell for it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I think we're going to find even more, you know, with this next dis distribution, I think there's going to be even more, uh, you know, the businesses are just going to try to do it in a more clever fashion so they don't get caught. But I think these big businesses are still going to apply again for the same amount of money that they applied for before. And it's not going to reach the small businesses that they were intended to reach. Yeah. Again, if uh, anything over 2 million, if they're going to get uh, uh, looked at, uh, you know, well, what does that mean? Looked at? They should have been looked at before you gave them the money in the first. Oh, I agree. I agree. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying that this this is apparently <laughs> what's coming from the top, saying yes, that uh, you know we're going to audit these companies and right. Edward likes to fly yeah, 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 yeah. Why? <laughs> audit means means you've got to give us a bigger bribe. Yeah, yeah. To, you know, a bigger kickback. I don't know if this is true, but I was uh, when I was starting to read about this, they were also saying that. Uh, uh, he, I guess it was Munch, was it Munchen who, Michael Munchen, um, who had uh, uh, given a lot of money to Kamala Harris for the, when she was, you know, uh, district attorney or something uh, to avoid prosecution. You know, so yeah. there's all this backroom yeah. stuff that always happens. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. I always say, briefcase, open it. Yep. Democrats and Republicrats has not changed in a thousand years. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Moving on. Uh, let's see here. Let's, let's talk about, since, since we're talking about cheating the system, famous cheating scandals. Number one, Donahue, yeah. Sacramento Kings, Lakers. 
that's that's the one in my lifetime that was the worst, most reprehensible. The Kings should have an NBA championship. And, and to remind the audience, he was a referee. Yep, and he was as corrupt as as a three sided coin. And, you know, <laughs> seriously, I mean, the, the the and I was a Kings fan at that time. I I had been living in Sacramento for eight years. I just moved back to the Bay Area, um, and and um, the. The town of Sacramento is still crushed sure. by having Donahue openly cheat to make yeah, sure. And he admitted it. Um, so and, yeah. I'm trying to remember how many bad calls did he make that, that. Watch game five. Watch game five again. Game five. Watch the videos. Watch how Mike Bibby's nose is called for a foul on Kobe Bryant's elbow. Watch it. You'll see it. There was that time where, where Kobe Bryant smacks Mike Bibby in the nose with and, got away with and they called the foul on Mike Bibby. Yeah. Disgusted. Well, his, his nose shouldn't have been in the way. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the Kings shouldn't have been in the way. Of, yeah, that's, of, that's right. Yeah. Hey, they were on the court, so that's a foul. Okay. Yeah. It All was, right. So that, that's, that's one of them. Uh, give, give me another one. Sorry, point scandal of the 19, early 1960s. Go ahead. That Which was one? Bad. Which one, Vern? The point shaving scandal of the early 1960s for, for, for NCAA basketball. Yes, yes, yes. Like, Packer oh. involved. I'll get, he was a point guard for Wake Forest at the time. They were all paid. It was all up and Go down. Go back further, Vern. Go back New York. further. I'll, I'll, I'll really put you guys on the spin on this one. Go ahead. Jack Molinas, okay? What year? Molinas, big question mark from both of you guys. You guys need to look it up. Jack Molinas was a fraternity brother of my father's, and he was the first guy to be caught in the NBA point shaving. And he was taken out of the All-Star game. He's the first NBA player to be suspended from the All-Star game because of his point shaving scandal. Wow. About about what year was that? Uh, 1955. Wow. The 54-55 season. See, anytime you get the mob involved with uh, pulling yes. up, with when there's money involved, that's what's going to do it. Well, and now that we have, you know, betting coming back in on the NBA, you know, and, and yeah. all sports, the, the Jack Molina story is a pretty cautionary tale about a guy who literally could not stop gambling. They said, my dad said that, that Jack Molina's and, and his, uh, the other fraternity brothers used to sit around and bet on what fly would land on the window at what <laughs> yeah they would they would they would bet on water droplets streaming down you know <laughs> down the window which one would reach the, the the bottom first they were so nuts about gambling and so when um uh, uh jack Malise was approached to do point shaving and to make sure that that the that the fort wayne pistons would not win certain games he would tank it and people would say you know gosh for a guy as much, as talented as Jack Williams, how could he miss like a two foot shot? How could he how could he throw the ball out of bounds when the guy was wide open, you know, yeah. under the basket? Yeah. And then well, they he, learned he, he was stupid play. enough to make it that easy. Uh, what about this one? Remember Danny Almonte, Almonte, the Little League World Series? Sure. Was, oh yeah, fourteen years old. No, no, he was fourteen, and the yeah. Max was what twelve, or I guess it is thirteen. Max it? was twelve, and he was fourteen years old. Fourteen, yep. he was throwing seventy miles an hour. Uh, and then we got the good old uh, uh, Mike Tyson biting, biting Ho- Evander Holyfield. Well, that's not yeah. necessarily cheating as it well, is. I mean, 
Uh, he didn't win. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, that's true. You, you know, you, you, you want you, the, the, the number one thing about cheating is you got to do it so that you actually win the actual well, country. That's true. That's, that's true. Uh, Houston Astros, hello. Now that's good. That, that's a big legendary one. Uh, the Patriots with Deflate Gate, and then there was yep. also another uh, uh, filming incident. And I'm going to throw one in there that nobody talks about, and that is Kirk Gibson and his corked bat. I believe that Kirk uh, Gibson. Uh, oh, that happens. The corked bats, man, that, that happened yeah. all the time. Yeah, Sam, Sammy Sosa and all that, Ben Johnson. But the but I think that Kirk Gibson used that corked bat in 1988. Eight, against the eight. Off of yeah. And I'm telling you this. The Dodgers are going to suffer the curse of Kirk Gibson's court bat. Yeah, I mean, when you do a one-handed off-balance home run like that, there's something a little bit strange. And, also, and until I, Kirk Gibson on his deathbed says that I cheated to get that home run, the Dodgers will never win another world. <laughs> says Russell Jackson. Okay, here's our third trivia question. What is the only Major League Baseball team to never make it to the World Series? There's an easy one for you. Oh, that one I know. I know you know that one. All right, stay with us. Sports Econ 101 will be right back with some closing comments. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, 
you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Vern Glenn and Russell Jackson. Last trivia question is an easy one. What may what is the only major league baseball team to never make it to the World Series? Come on, Vern. Jeez. Um, I can't believe I, I, I know one that you did. I, I know you think about I, I know you you obviously you'd know it, but uh But I think they're also tied with the longest uh playoff drought in Maybe the- and it's, and I'll tell you it is not the Louisville Colonels. No. Uh come on. All right, Vern, all right. Come on, tell them. For us. It's the Seattle Mariners. Seattle Mariners, of yeah. course. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. They should have done something when they had, you know, uh, uh, Jr. and 114 game winning in uh, 1996, I think it was. Um, and uh, the Yankees just uh, pounded them, got right in. Couldn't All get right. by them. Yankees yeah. played them like they, they were their daddy. Yep. You, know, you got to like, cash in that check when you when when the when that, the, the you check is in your bank you cash it. You All right. Before it. we get to our uh, thoughts for the day, I also wanted to say, uh, you know, we're talking uh, cheating and all the steroids. You know, Ben Johnson, all the major league players, horses that did it, and even if you remember TV on the uh, on the TV show Mash, Radar had a mouse, and and uh, Charles Emerson Winchester fed him a little bit of drugs to help him run fast and he beat the other mouse so oh. it goes uh even to mice all right there was there, there was there was always that ep- there was all also that episode where uh frank burns got the live broadcast of major league baseball games yes early. yes and, yes and, and, that's and, right and so he knew the outcome so he was taking bets yes all this money that's because right. Armed Forces Radio would play the game. Absolutely. I forgot night. about that. You are that. And so, and I do. So, so Hawkeye and Trapper stayed. No, it was, me, it was PJ. So it he would lose all of his PJ. money. Yeah, that was, that was good. Okay. Here's our thoughts for the day. I wonder what my parents did to fight boredom uh, before the internet. I asked my 17 brothers and sisters, and they didn't know either. <laughs> <laughs> and I swallowed a bunch of Scrabble tiles yesterday, and it gave me thesaurus throat. <laughs> uh, uh, and on top of that, my next trip to the bathroom could spell disaster. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America.